It's the Sunday Showcase on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Hi, and welcome to Bells in the Battery. I'm your genial host, John Bell, and this episode is going to be just a little different. How? Is it going to be funny? Let's not hope for miracles, Brad. For many years now, I have been writing and producing radio commercials. Well, that statement's going to make you really popular. And just in case someone out there might also want to make a living writing radio commercials... Like if that lucrative sewer cleaning job falls through. I'm going to give you some tips on how to do it. Oh, look at the time. I'm really going to go. Yeah, we'll see you later, Mr. Bell. And my two associates, Brad and Arnie, are going to help me. We are? Yes, you are. Oh. I was afraid of that. The great thing about radio commercials is that it's limited only by your imagination. You don't have to worry about getting together things that you see. Give me a for instance. All right, you're writing a commercial, and the first thing that happens is somebody walks through a door. Easy peasy. If this were a television ad, you'd have to worry about what kind of door, how thick it is, what color it is. Does it have a window on it? What kind of doorknob does it have? Uh, well, is it a big, expensive mansion? Is it a small shack? Probably a... Are there shrubs on either side? Is it a clapboard house, a brick house, aluminum siding? Uh-huh. Does the door open in or out? When you open the door, do you see the hand? Is it a male hand, a female hand? Is there a sleeve? Is it bare? Well, probably human. When the door opens, what's inside? What's the color of the carpet? Are there stairs? Is there a hallway? Are there pictures on the wall? All that in television you have to worry about. But for radio... Honey, I'm home. That's all you need. I pictured a Swiss chalet. I was thinking the Playboy Mansion. Let's start with the basics. What is advertising? Annoying. Interminable. Advertising is the art of convincing people that they cannot live without a product or service that they never would have known about in the first place if it weren't for the advertising. And it's still annoying. And determinable. What I said earlier. But it's my job as a copywriter to make it less annoying and much less interminable. What he said. Indubitably. Your client wants to think that everybody out there is waiting for his commercial so they can snap into action and buy what he's got to sell. Instead, we snap into action and change the channel. Not necessarily. There are five unbreakable rules to radio advertising. One, mention the client's name early and often. Two, describe the product or service in great detail. Three, express where or how one can purchase the product or service. Four, the last moments are a call to action. Tell the listener to act now. And five, try to break as many of these unbreakable rules as you can. Oh, uh, why? Because your number one job is to get people to listen to the commercial. Here is a typical commercial from the early days of advertising in the 50s and 60s. Guys, there's the script. Act it out for me. All right. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. This has two housewives talking. What, are we housewives now? Just do your best. All oh, right. How do we get in these situations anyway. Hello, Susan, fellow housewife. I couldn't help but notice how bright your clothes are. How did you get them so clean? I switched to Blamo Extra Sudsy Laundry Detergent. Now with the secret whitener ingredient, Zumitol. Did Blamo Extra Sudsy Laundry Detergent now with the secret whitener ingredient, Zumitol, really make that much of a difference? It certainly caught the eyes of those young men across the street. <laughs> Gee, I should switch to Blamo Extra Sudsy Laundry Detergent now with the secret whitener ingredient, Zumitol, so my 
clothes will be extra white, bright, and eye-catching. Then go to the grocery store and look for the attractive olive green and yellow box with the words Zumatol right on the front. I'm on my way. Say, I'll save you a trip. I happen to have a family-sized box of Blamo Extra Sedley Laundry Detergent now with the secret whitener ingredient Zumatol right here in my purse. Susan, look how bright my clothes are now. And how those young men are crowding around you. Ho, ho, ho. Thank you, Susan. Don't thank me. Thank Blamo Extra Sudsy Laundry Detergent. Now with the secret whitener ingredient, Zumatol. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty boring, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, let's shake up this old format just a little bit. Let's do it again, guys. The newer way. Hello, Susan, fellow housewife. I couldn't help but notice that you're naked. Oh, that's because my clothes are so dingy. They look like I sopped up the grease from the floor of an auto repair shop. Well, you've certainly caught the eyes of those handsome young policemen across the street. <laughs> Before they slap the cuffs on you, let me give you some advice. Plead insanity? Wash your clothes in Blamo detergent. Blamo has really powerful cleaners in it, some of which are about to be banned by the FDA. The secret ingredient Zumatol is so strong, three foreign governments have already weaponized it. I'll do that the moment I post bail. Just look for the really ugly green box with Zumatol printed on the front. Remember, the uglier the box, the stronger the soul. Do you have it in your purse? Maybe I could throw at these cops and get away. <laughs> <laughs> and which of these are you most likely to listen to all the way through? Well, that's easy. The one that fibs the most. It's not fibbing. It's exaggerating. Oh, Kind of like your deductions in your text forms. Yeah, talk about creative writing. All right, let's not go there. The only there you're going is federal prison if they can't jump with you. The point I'm making, badly, badly is that exaggeration is one way to catch the ear. Let's look at... We're talking radio here. Let's listen to another way. At Bob's Butcher Shop, you can pick up two-inch thick sirloin steaks for just $24 a pound. These are fresh grain-fed steaks that you and your family will love. For the best butcher on the block, <laughs> go to Bob's Butcher Shop, where steaks are sold. Well, that spot was informative, got the facts across, and was incredibly dull. So is my steak knife. Can I get this sharpened? Let's hear a different version. Just smell that sirloin cooking. And wait till you sink your teeth into two inches of fresh grain-fed heaven. Bob's Butcher Shop has them for 24 bucks a pound and worth every cent. Come on, you deserve it. Wait till the family is out of town and it's all yours. Bob's Butcher Shop, slap a slab of sirloin on your grill this weekend. That is a literal representation of the old advertising adage, don't sell the steak, sell the sizzle. Oh, I get it. Like if Arnie Cunchpart were to start selling his inventions, his ad would sound like this. <clears throat> Arnie Cunchpart's Incredible Inventions! If they actually work, that would be incredible. I got a better one. Brad Markworth, Attorney at Law! You can't win them all! Why, you little... Hold it, I gotta do the disclaimer. 
Representation is definitely being made that the quality of legal services provided by Brad Montworth is far inferior to legal services provided by better lawyers. Which would be all of them. I'm going to sue you. Well, you better find a good lawyer then. I'll have you know I know how to Google. So, Mr. Bell, what you're saying is there are no hard and fast rules in radio advertising. Well, no. I think I hear a big butt coming. No, you're already here. But, in my own humble opinion, there are some pet peeves I have that you shouldn't use in ads. Perhaps you would like to elucidate. Like to what? Elucidate. Don't you know what that means? Well, yeah, that describes your romantic life. Most dates are pretty elusive. Oh, look who's talking. You can't look. This is radio advertising. Here are my pet peeves. Number one. That's right. Yes, that phrase, that's right. It just grates on my nerves. For instance, when you hear, Diamonds are on sale! That's right! Get diamonds for less! What I hear is, Diamonds are on sale! That's right! Get diamonds... Wait a minute! Of course that's right! Are you suggesting that what I say isn't to be believed until you validate it? No, I just wanted to... Are you implying that I'm fibbing? Well, this is an advertisement. Keep your opinions to yourself, you little weasel. Are you calling me a weasel? That's right! Pet peeve number two. New and improved. Blammo detergent is new and improved. And when something is new, that means it never existed before. And when something is improved, that means it's better than it used to be. Therefore, Blammo detergent has just come into existence and it's already better than it was before it existed. Pet peeve number three. Phone numbers. For information on how to get these amazing Argyle socks, call 811-273-4285. Extension 74133. Operator 9940113. I think, wait, two. Did you get that number? Great! If you're in your car, write that number down in the dust on the dashboard. Or stop by a tattoo parlor and have it emblazoned on your forehead backwards so you can read it in the mirror or gather together friends and neighbors and have each one memorize one digit of the phone number or google argyle socks if you want to do it the hard way pet peeve number four operators are standing by especially when paired with call in the next five minutes and get a second one free this is what you imagine is going on. Okay, okay, I'm standing by. My feet are getting tired. I can't wait to answer this phone. Ooh, ring, phone, ring. I'm standing by, too. My legs are hurting, but I'm ready to get a call. Oh, I wish we could sit down, but we're so busy answering calls. I can't think of the pain. Mine! Oh! Yes, I'm ready to take your order. That's why I'm standing here. What? You want the second one free? Great, that would... Oh, I'm sorry. The five minutes are up. If only you'd called a few moments earlier. Nothing free for you, pal. But this is what you probably get. Oh, man, you always call right in the middle of my favorite show. I'm coming, I'm coming. Hold your horses. Hello? You want to order, um, whatever it is? Give me your credit card number. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What, what? 
Second one free? Eh, sure, why not? I got no idea when the ads run anyway. Besides, two of these are just as worthless as one. And you do pay shipping and, air quotes, handling, air quotes, for the second one, so we come out way ahead anyway. <laughs> and finally, pet peeve number five. Commercials written and voiced by the business owner who has no business writing and voicing his own commercial. I'm General Fred here at General Fred's General Store. We have what you want at the prices you'll love. Turtle wax, $5.49 a shell. Liquid candy, five cents a stick, $2 a bag, $8 a box, $29.99 a barrel. Pick up three left foot sandals for full price. Get four right foot sandals for three quarters of the price plus 15 cents. I have two shelves full of shelves, two bucks a board plus buckboards on the shelves for two bucks a buckboard. Here's my granddaughter to tell you about our children's area. Do you like porcelain penguins? I got them six bucks a dozen. Do you like paper plates with pictures of poodles? I ain't got those. Dog food, three fifty bag. Dogs, thirty nine ninety nine a bag. Here's how to get to General Fred's General Store. Go down Route three ninety five, turn left where that oak tree fell over back in nineteen fifty three. Go yonder, then up and overlook for the house where them pigs got out last fall. Try not to hit a pig. Get on the gravel road, turn south southeast, and drive a spell. You can't miss us. We're open Tuesday through Friday nine to six or so. Sometimes on Saturday, every other Monday ten till my brother Clyde gets home from the mines. Sorry, we're closed. Mr. Bell, if a client comes to you and he already has an advertisement, say, in the newspaper or a magazine, couldn't you just use your words from that advertisement in your radio ad? Well, thank you for that setup, Arnie, and the answer, of course, is no, definitely not. Well, what's the difference? They're both ads. Big, big, big difference. Words written for the eyes are different than words written for the ear. What, are they in Swedish or something? When you read a printed ad, you have all the time in the world. You can sit and read it at your leisure, enjoying each turn of phrase and lilting prose. Hmm, it says, Danny's dog food is like heaven to a dog. You know, my dog likes to eat. He looks like this dog in the illustration. I shall continue reading. If you want a happy hound... Oh, what a cute phrase. I'm going to read that again. If you want a happy hound... Danny's dog food has all natural ingredients. Oh, my. The ingredients are listed. I shall put a check mark next to each one I think my dog would like. Check. 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 Not that. Yes, check. Continuing now. Nine out of ten veterinarians say that Danny's is best for your dog. And they list the veterinarians. I think I'll call them one at a time and get their opinions. But first, I'll take a short nap. Then I'll finish reading this fine advertisement. Now, on radio, you have 30 seconds, or 60 if you're lucky, or 15 if you like to feel challenged, to get your point across. So let's take this product and this ad and turn it into a radio spot. Am I the wife in this spot? We drew straws, fair and square. You lost, honey. Ooh, I'm going to get you when this is over. And action. Honey, why is Fido wearing a halo? Because when he eats Danny's dog food, he thinks he's in heaven. Is Danny's dog food that good? Ask Fido when he stops smiling. Just look at these ingredients. All natural. Where did he get that little heart? Fido has been really happy since we switched to Danny's dog food. Uh-oh, the cat grabbed his halo. Oh, and Fido's not even chasing him. Now that's got to be some good dog food. I guess you could say Danny's dog food is the answer to a dog's prayer. <laughs> Amen. No, ah, uh, dogs. Well, I think I've just about covered everything I can in the amount of time that I have. Well, Mr. Bell, what about Zingles? What? Zingles! 
Jingle. A little true when you should have your name in it. Oh, jingles. Yes, jingles can be very effective. Then why don't you do jingles, Mr. Bell? Because jingles require something that I don't have. Musical, Musical talent. talent. Sadly, that is correct. Although I cannot deny the power of the jingle. Well, can't you create a jingle kind of on the cheap? Using music that's in the public domain, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I hate to be that cheesy. <laughs> Mr. Bell's worrying about being cheesy. <laughs> that ship sailed long ago. All right, I was thinking. It even reached port. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Then it loaded up new passengers and started back again. Okay, you've made your... And then it sank. That's enough. But you got to admit, there are advantages to a jingle. A jingle, jingle takes you far. Makes folks remember who you are. When lots of products look the same, the jingle makes them think of your name. A jingle, jingle helps a lot. But making one can cost a lot. But what if your client was a cheapskate? And had no sense of shame. Then I suppose you could do something like... Bells in the Bat Free is the one. Bells in the Bat Free is lots of fun. Listen to the Bat Free every day. If others don't like it, make them go away. Bells in the Bat Free will make you think. The others try, but they, they all stink. stink. Bells in the Bat Free. 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 Available at thebatfree.com and on the Mutual Audio Network. Plus text tag and title. Void to repeat. You've been listening to Bells in the Bat Free, episode 275, copyright 2021 by John Bell Creative, LLC. All the commentaries and suggestions made in this episode are mine and mine alone. So use them at your peril. But they've given me a rather nice living for the last years. If you'd like to learn more about humorous advertising, go look up my icons. Stan Freeberg... Bob and Ray, and Dick Orkin at the Radio Ranch. He was also the guy that created Chicken Man, and who I had a chance to have a class under at one time, and he mentioned that the station that employed me was lucky. It's one of the big moments of my life. I'd also like to throw out a quick tip of the hat low hat to my boss at the only ad agency I ever worked for, because he gave me complete latitude in my creativity, didn't put any rules on me, and because of that, we worked well together and won quite a few awards, including a best of show in the city we lived in. And his name is Ted Vody, and he's still a buddy of mine. So if you're thinking of becoming a radio copywriter, I hope this helped. And if you don't make a whole lot of money at it, don't blame me. I never did either. There are a number of everyday precautions that we can all take that may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. The first is to make sure to clean your hands often. Now, washing your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds is the best, but if you don't have that, try to use a hand sanitizer that has at least 60% alcohol. And to the extent possible, avoid touching high-touch surfaces in public places. These are things like elevator buttons, door handles, handrails, or of course handshaking with people. Wash your hands after touching surfaces in public places. Avoid touching your face, your nose, and your eyes. And clean and disinfect your home to remove germs. Practicing routine cleaning of frequently touched surfaces like tables, doorknobs, light switch handles will make a difference. Avoid crowds, especially in poorly ventilated spaces. All these small things that we can do may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. 
For more information, go to cdc.gov and be well, everyone.